Canoes, the original off-road vehicle here in Maine. Rent one and make your Maine trip one scene from an entirely different point of view. Plan your stay in a Maine state park. From tent sites to glamping to full RV hookups, you'll be close to the wild and the water, all without having to rough it. Plan your trip at visitmaine.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the one man who did not wish Ben Simmons a happy 26th birthday <laughs> earlier this month, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, as we say during the pandemic, this air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Well, even on Saturday morning, much like Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon, it's hot. It's very hot. Yes. Stay in. Stay in the house. Take care of your pets. Go to the local shopping center and get some free air condition. Yeah, please, everyone, stay inside. It's the it's the dog days of summer. It's very hot. It's very humid outside. If you do not have to go out, please do not go outside. Um, it's going to be a nasty weekend. Again, this, this episode is actually going to play two weekends in a row. It's going to be nasty both weekends. Whenever you hear this, it's going to be nasty outside. So please do your people prefer this over summer. Uh, uh, people prefer this over winter, Roy. I, 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 I don't know. Look, everybody has their own things. Everybody has their, you know, like some people like, you know, some people like burgers. Some people like steak. You know, it's like I, I can't, I can't make the call for some people. But again, on this show, we are official, official proponents of winter over summer. Um, on this show, we, I, I can say that for both of us, we prefer winter over summer because you can always put more layers on. The summer, there's only so many layers you can take off. So there, there you go. The official position of the brushy line on summer <laughs> versus winter. We have a lot of stuff to talk about on this edition of the show. Um, we'll talk. We'll start it off talking about the latest in Sixer land because we got some huge news from the Sixers earlier this week about their plans for a new arena. So we will discuss that. We'll also discuss the final words, or, or not the final words, like the final numbers on the James Harden contract that finally came down. Uh, earlier this week so we'll discuss james harden's deal we'll also talk a little bit about the nfl and we'll get into SummerSlam. SummerSlam, end of the month july 30th nissan stadium or this is yeah, nissan stadium, nissan stadium ten, nashville tennessee the second biggest second biggest is, is SummerSlam the second biggest thing after us if this is the second biggest if this is the second biggest event of the year they're in deep trouble because this is looking very um very loose and very um, underwhelming card so far. And, and we're what, two weeks in or no next week. <laughs> July 30th, July 30th, man. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I mean like it for me, I don't know about you, but ever since like Cody Rhodes got hurt, I feel like all the momentum that they had, because they had a lot of momentum from WrestleMania with like the Bianca Belair match and like, I don't know, just everything. And Cody Rhodes, like I don't, Cody Rhodes was one, like two a month, two months in was one of the flag bearers of the company, and he's out winning ESPYS. It's hard, and I don't know how. I don't even know how how the next six weeks plays out, like in terms of like who's where, who, what belts are on who, what belts are being defended. So it's gonna be. All I gotta say is thank God football season's coming up because this is the time where we unintentionally or intentionally uh ignore wrestling yeah yeah we'll, we'll talk more about SummerSlam later in the show but i'll say just this before we move on you know wwe has had you know cards that look, look terrible on the face you know several times this year and, and they've turned into pretty decent um what are they what are they call now premium live events yes considered so so we'll see we'll see what happens again on june july 30th with SummerSlam. but before we talk about all that we're going to get into everything else going on in the sports world and before we do that we want to thank you guys, as always, for listening to us and supporting us here on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube Music. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your iPad, your computer, your MP3-enabled device. Or if you're in Philadelphia, you can tune in every Saturday morning. It's tune your radio to 106.5 FM. Or if you're not in Philly, 
Download the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com. Search for the Philly Cam Station. And again, fire us up every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the latest edition of the show. You can also catch us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. We are right on the precipice of training camp getting fully underway in most cities around the league. So we'll be kind of tweeting about rando things um, probably these next couple of weekends. Uh, uh, Chelsea's in the U.S., so I'll talk about their Did it Chelsea lose so a game? Disgusting. Chelsea... <laughs> disgusting loss to Charlotte FC. What was uh, that penalty kick, man? What was that pens? Because now we're starting at that. to get the, the term pens. What pens. was that penalty kick? That was embarrassing. No, what was embarrassing was, and again, Chelsea, this is Chelsea's, Chelsea's second preseason game. You know, guys only play like, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Everybody's not like, no, enough speed. Not everybody's even with the team because, you know, the whole vaccine thing or whatever. So they're trying to kind of get their, they're kind of, they're trying to get in the, into the spirit of things. That being said, you should beat Charlotte FC, even though Charlotte FC is in the middle of their season. What happened was Chelsea was up one nothing, and then they got a stupid, a, like a, there's a stupid handball in the 90th minute. It was a legit call. But it was like, bro, we have a minute left in the game. Just put your hands down. Don't get a stupid call. One-to-one, ties the game up. And, of course, since there has to be a winner in these things, they went to penalty kicks. Chelsea lost some penalty kicks 5-3. to three. It was stupid. It was the greatest win in the history of Charlotte FC. And it was just a stupid win by just a team acting stupid on their U.S. tour. <laughs> just stupid. I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. So, yeah, I'll be tweeting about that. They'll probably lose again. Um, you know, when, when they play uh, Arsenal on, on, on the 23rd. So those will be my tweets. I assume you'll be tweeting, live tweeting the retweets from NFL training camp when the Eagles get started very soon. Yes, and I and when I'm not tweeting, I will be starting. If this is as late as I've ever done it. I'm going to start researching fantasy football because I feel Ooh. like I'm, I'm behind the curve. I'm just going to start looking for breakouts, sleepers, and bust. That's all because that's all I need to know. Chris will be researching fantasy football. I will be researching um, methods of transportation to the Barclays Center for October the 3rd because <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets are playing four preseason games. The first one is October the 3rd at the Barclays Center, and it just so happens to be against the Philadelphia 76ers. So if the stars align the way they're supposed to align, a man who celebrated his 26th birthday earlier in July will be on the court against his former team for the first time on October the 3rd, again, if the stars align the way they're I, supposed to. I'll ask you again, like I asked you last week about Jalen Hurts. How much money of you, yours are, are you putting on Ben Simmons playing on, on October the 3rd? 200? No, okay. no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing, we're not doing, back, back's got to heal. Got to heal that back. Got to rehab. I, I, no, I, I, like, I, I don't want to spend this time lamenting that guy anymore. But, I, I mean, like, is this guy's status a mystery still? At like going on a year. I mean, we won't know anything until training camp. I guess training camp is like no, December, but like, but, but has 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 anything in the past year given shed any light on what this dude's gonna look like when he plays basketball again? Oh, no one has any idea. That's what I'm. That's why people <laughs> will say like, oh my. Well, I mean, well, I think we're past that point now. But when people were saying, oh, the Sixers lost this trade or oh, Brooklyn won the trade or whatever. Like no one has any idea what Ben, what kind of player Ben Simmons is going to be whenever he gets back out on the court. So no one can. You can either say the Sixers won the trade, or we just don't know. Those are the only two answers because no one has any idea what Ben Simmons is going to be when he becomes when he if and when he gets back out on the basketball court. And again, we won't know that until at the earliest October third. I don't think. We'll Do you think the Nets know? But no, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> no, they don't know. Like, like how could they know? Like, I don't think that, that man played five-on-five five at all, right, with the Nats. So, no, but, like, do you think that, like, he's giving them a progress report? Like, is Sean Barks, like, calling, like, Rich Paul? Like, do, how many people on Earth, on planet Earth, is aware of what Ben Simmons can do on a basketball court right now? Three? I was going to say it's probably less than half a dozen. Yeah, it's probably less than half a dozen. Rich Paul. It's, prob- it's probably Rich Paul. It's probably Sean Marks. It's probably whatever – replacement for Chris Johnson hoops there is and probably Liam that's probably it that's probably it I this Steve Nash don't know this will see never cease to amaze me how just unique I'll leave it at that this is just a unique situation and you know what 
I'm glad we don't have to deal with the unique situation anymore. Absolutely right. No, we can actually talk about the product on the court, and we'll talk about who the Sixers got for Ben. The question is, in a second. where will this team be playing 10 years from now? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yeah. The question, where nine slash 10 plus seasons from now will this team be playing is the question. Uh, as of right now, the answer is, a, is somewhere called 76th place at Market East. Uh, earlier this month, the Sixers unveiled their plans for a new arena at the corner of 10th and Market in what some people refer to as the fashion district. It's what people of my generation will refer to as the gallery because it'll always be or just mark, the gallery. Or just Market Market East. Or like, just I don't Market know, East. Like, market East. Uh, yeah, just Market East pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's where the, the Sixers are planning to build their new arena. Uh, the $1.3 billion building will be fully privately financed, no public money, no city money going into the construction of the arena. It is tentatively scheduled to open in the fall of 2031. So we got plenty of time to kind of debate this. And there's been a lot of debate on the internet uh, this past week about this arena. Um, there was a recent survey, I don't know if you saw, asking res- respondents where they would like a potential arena. Um, the, the sites were this current site here at Market East, uh, Camden, which I presume would be near their current practice facility, and some undetermined place at the Navy Yard. Um, there were previous plans to have this arena at the Penn's Landing, but they got scuttled a couple years ago. Um, if, if those of you remember, I will say this, and we'll kind of we'll, we'll talk about this a lot. So we will we'll kind of dive into this a little bit. I'll say this. Well, let me just start off by saying this: of the three proposed spots, this is the best spot. I think we can. Well, I don't say all. I think most of us can agree on that. If you're going to move it away from where it currently is now, then obviously there's going to be pros and cons wherever you move it. This spot at Market East is the less, the least problematic spot of those three spots. And just for that reason alone, I'm in favor of this. I don't know how you feel. I just feel that, like, I don't know, like, if Philly wants to keep maintaining this this status of a major metropolitan city, you know what ever, almost every major metropolitan city has? A downtown arena. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, and of course people just want to just not talk about the dollars and cents of this. You know how much money this would just funnel into Center City, which really is the most important hub of the city of Philadelphia. That like That's your prime market for tourism and hospitality. Just like I don't know, business. Like I don't, this is where you. This is the place where you do the most business. And I just feel like I don't know. Like, are there, are there, cons? I, there's cons to everything. There's like I don't know. I feel you're gonna dis- end up displacing an entire neighborhood in Chinatown. Like I just don't see that really. You're gonna have to do a lot of construction. Like I don't know. There's a lot of infrastructure. And just a lot of like I don't know things that the city isn't doesn't currently have, like and and one this will take massive improvements from your public transportation system, which I, I mean, but if you can hold those people accountable, then sure. Like I I don't know like there's there's a lot and and I'm sorry the convenience of suburbans suburbanites is 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 like tenth on my concern list like it like. If you are all about like I don't know helping the city of Philadelphia and people, well, one like I, I just put this disclaimer: Twitter's not real life. I think I just need to like remind myself that sometimes it's like I don't know like if 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 people from North Jersey can take New Jersey Transit or whatever mode of public transportation because they don't drive, no one drives to New York City as the Nets games. Like I don't know, like and I think you said it best. It's like it's gonna take some time for some consumer behavior to change and, and, and one the the attitude of I, I think a lot of the attitude is people just don't like taking septa <laughs> like I, I like people from the suburbs like just hear these horror stories and, and like I don't know there's there's some truth to it but a lot of it's just like I don't know just just an over exaggeration like and but I think for me I've all, I've been a public transportation person my whole life. Like, I don't know. I, I, I take public, I've taken public transportation everywhere, but can you get the person who lives in Montgomery County or like, I don't know, like even like, I don't know, South Jersey, like, I don't know, not a lot of Jersey. It's like taking Paco. So I, I think, but 
this starts with the trans like you really need to start with the transportation infrastructure you need to i don't know invest in a lot like you need to find ways to get people from your biggest hubs which is montgomery county king of prussia area where like there's no access to public transportation no and i don't even know if they would take it there because it, ta- it would take forever and then you get the south jersey people that are saying okay well let's and it, it just you need to make these these transportation sites a little more fan friendly because right now if some of these people took public transportation for the first time they'd be pretty i don't know shell shop yeah let, let's start there because like you said there's a bunch of concerns with this let's talk about the transportation aspect first let's talk about public transportation again sent lo- location wise it's in a pretty good spot again it's at 10th and market or will be at a pretty good spot 10th and Market, the Market Frankfurt line is right there. Jefferson Station, where a lot of the regional rail lines, you know. Isn't there a Paco station right, right there? Right there. Paco is at 8th and Market, so against a two-block walk, it's right there. There's also another one at 11th and Locust, so if you want to walk from that way, that that's fine. But, I mean, the 8th and Market one is two blocks away. Um, that's fine. There's uh, a New Jersey Trans, the bus station, New Jersey Transit lines, um, bus multiple bus lines um, stop on Market Street or stop in the, well, I don't know if they go to the, the Greyhound Terminal anymore. Um, but, in terms of public transportation, like physical lines that are already existing, get going there, it's in the perfect spot. Like you couldn't put it in a better spot. Like there's so many, there's a ton of lines. Uh, the Broad Street line, again, the Chinatown um, spur, the Broad Street spur, a couple blocks away. Again, you could even go to City Hall if you want to and walk down from City Hall. It's in a perfect spot. It's in, like, I, I can't ignore that. And I don't think anybody can ignore that. I think a lot of the problem, as you mentioned, is the folks from the suburbs, the folks from the regional rail, you know, wherever they go to the regional Except rail lines. Except because they, they put out a crappy product. Like, right. like I, I I mean, like, I don't know. I've always been one to just deal with SEPTA and, like, but, like, just comparing it to, like, other major cities' rail systems or just mass transportation systems, it sucks. Right. Like, I don't know. And, like, I don't know. That, and I understand some 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 pessimism to say, oh, this will compel SEPTA to get to the 21st century. I was like, I I would hope so. I, I mean, they've finally gone to, like, digital pay. But, like, I don't know. It, it's going to need, like, I mean, the I, I think the, the funding is there, the government funding is there. Because really, like, I don't know. Like, this is a, a case study on what infrastructure money could do for a city. Because, like, I, I mean, if you just build, like, if you just get your transportation, transportation system up up the snuff that really just builds the entire city like i don't know like and i and the suburb people like i I don't know like do you want to cater to that no but are they a big are they a big target audience yeah they they are like and and one you need the like i don't know you just can't say oh chris chris domingo's fine with like i don't know just the weirdness i'll leave it at that the weirdness that you see on the subway because People like you and I are just like, we just deal. But people that live in Collingswood or Haddonfield or or Concha Hockey, when they see this, they're going to be like, I'm never coming back. Yeah, and and yeah, that's a lot of it. And because I think people are discounting the fact that um, a people lot of people like go to Sixers car- games. Oh, oh sorry. I think a lot of people in this area like driving. Like, I don't know. Where, like, I don't know. A lot of people in D.C. or New York – they are very comfortable. They they grew up taking public transportation to like the White House or like stuff like 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 here. People aren't people didn't grow up taking the train to the gallery or take the train to like I don't know like it, it's just not ingrained in people in this area. And it's not just Philly suburb. It's Jersey. It's Delaware. Like I don't know. People just drive and figure out where to park. I think. Like you said, you need to get away from that. But I think it starts with having good experiences on the train. Like, I don't know. Like, and one, seeing, like, I don't know. Like, are, are New York, like, subway stops, like, Im- like immaculate? No. But, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but they're they're better maintained than the ones here. Yeah, just, just to kind of circle back on that. I think a lot of people, I think people are underestimating how many non-Philadelphia people or how many people from the suburbs actually go to Sixers games? Because I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great deal. I don't know if we can put a number on it, but it might be half. I mean, it might be half the building. It's, might a, come it, from it's outside absolutely the city. half. 
Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. So, so again, so like you said, like you need to make sure that those people have, you know, reasonable, um, not only reasonable experience, but have a, have a, can come to the game and have a, you know, easy time getting to the game. Don't have to worry about trains shutting off at nine 30 at night and running to the train after the game. Like you need to build the infrastructure out. And like you said, people aren't used to riding trains and going to the games because the infrastructure is trash. It's like yeah. a lot of people drive to the games because it's just a hassle kind of, kind of dealing, getting to the train station, going to the train station and dealing with all that. And we're just accustomed to do it because again, down and down where the six stadiums are now, if you're not in the city, like you're just going to drive. Cause it's like, how else am I going to get there? Like you're not going to drive to your train station and then get to get on the broad street line and then take that down and then walk over. So you're just accustomed to driving. So it's like 30, 40 years of behavior of driving yeah. down to the complex. It's not going to change that overnight. Like you're not. So you got to figure out how to make this train system better. And again, that's either a Josh Harris question or a SEPTA question. I don't know where this money comes from, but. Or, or, or a mayor or, or a mayor question. And I think right. or a mayor question. People, people keep coming back to this. Like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, is the market in this area great? No. But isn't the issue of potential crime of issue for every town, every big city. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like, like New York city seems to deal with it fine. Like, I don't know. I feel like let's like the concept of let's, let's add our, let's add on to our city is, Oh, but it will add more crime. It's like, you can add a Wawa and it will add crime. So like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Is crime a potential problem? Yes. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I like, but it, 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 it would be a problem without it. So, like, I don't know. I, I just don't see that as this, like, fair, like, like, fair, like, I don't know, a question to say, oh, let's just eliminate this. There are a lot of barriers. And I think a lot of, but I think you'd agree that, that the positives far outweigh, like, the negatives. In terms of, like, if, if you don't want to be selfish to say, oh, it's going to take me extra 20 minutes to get into town. If, if you care about the profile of your city that you claim that you love, like, I don't know, and, and, and you want it to grow. This is a fine step to grow. And, and and one, I think just the, just the, 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 like the antennas that come along with this, it's, it's very, it's, it's very, it, it's, it's a very economic game changer if you do it right. But I, I mean, like, do you trust this, 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 a, a government, not even this government, government to get this right? I I have my doubts. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I, I have my doubts on that. And you ra- you raise a good point because, like you said, it's. I think a lot of people, um, just to kind of circle back to your transit point, I think a lot of people would say, you know, I'd rather not, I'd rather not take public transit or whatever like that. But again, if it's a reliable experience, it's a clean experience, and it's only going to take me twenty extra minutes, and I don't have to deal with the hassle of parking, whatever, I will do it. Now the crime thing. Let's talk about this crime thing. Because look, I will say this: if Josh Harris or whoever, I don't want to, whoever, whoever's behind this. If they're going to put a $1.3 billion building in the middle of Philadelphia, I promise you, I promise you, they will go through every step possible to make sure that area is the safest area in the city that, like, for 41 nights. Yes. I promise you. Like, you, you think they want to see cops are at, at Wells Fargo Center now? That's yeah, Wells no. Fargo Center. Like, this like is... put that in the middle of the city. There will be cops everywhere. That will be the safest place in the city for 41 days a year, at least. I promise you. I, I don't. I, I don't understand. Like I don't know this crux of saying, "Oh, there's going to be crime. Let's not do anything." It's like, yeah. no, that's that's such a defeatist attitude. It's like, and, and I know, just talking about policing is just a taboo subject at this point. But like, I don't know. I'm gonna just stay on that fence that security is good, <laughs> and like I don't know if you have just 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 uniformed officers just patrolling. That just adds a layer because I'd like to think if people see officers, they're not going to commit crime. I, I don't know. I, I, am I wrong in assuming this? Like, I, I feel like just having a presence. If you see a lot of cops somewhere, I like just, I, I don't know. I'm not a probability expert, but I feel the odds of a crime being committed lessen very, very much so. Again, I'm not a probability expert. I haven't looked at the numbers, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this. You know, the Barclays Center, I imagine, and I'm pretty confident saying this, that when they built the Barclays Center, I'm pretty sure that the NYPD probably increased patrols around the Barclays Center. And I'm going to I'm gonna go all farther on that limb and say, I'm pretty sure that at least on Brooklyn Nets game nights, 
I'm pretty sure the incidents of crime, at least violent crime, have gone down in the area around the Barclays Center. I think that's a reasonable assumption. No way. That is a reasonable assumption. (laughs) And it's probably the same, you know, in Toronto or Milwaukee or whatever, like you said, wherever all these cities that have downtown arenas. It's pretty, at least on game days, again, I can't promise you the other 320 days a year, at least on game days, probably the safest, one of the safest places in the city. That's going to be the same thing here. And isn't that a good thing? An area where there's less probability. No, I, I feel like, I don't know, like, this is like, just crime is just, it's real. But there are tangible ways to reduce it. Like, I don't know. And like, I don't know, this doesn't, this doesn't require a big discourse. It just requires resources, like bodies. Just put bodies. Like, I don't know. Uh, you don't, like, just, just literally, they just stand there. And just like, I don't, like, you ever see crime committed at an Eagles game? No, but that's the thing. It's like you're going to have to – like, obviously, it's not going to be at the – like, you're going to need – because we'll talk about parking in a second. But people are going to be coming from all over the place to kind of get to the stadium. They'll be parking. They'll be you know, taking Paco. They'll be taking uh, Regional Rail. They'll be taking Margaret Frankfurt Line. So, obviously, there's going to be cops in, like, a four-block radius entirely around this entirely around this arena. It's going to be pretty decent. Like, it's going to be a pretty decent – you're going to see guys on horses, like, four blocks away, again, making sure something doesn't pop off. I think – Everything should be, you know, everybody should be calm. You know, Jay from the Northeast or wherever, I don't even know where, some suburb, name a suburb, Croydon, should be fine <laughs> coming into the city. No, for, no for Croydon's going up six against oh, Okay, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, no. <laughs> Joe from Lafayette Hill. There you go. Like, he's going to be fine, man. Like, it's going to be fine. I have a question. I, I do want to talk about this parking thing because I have questions about this parking because I promise you a lot of people are just going to park. They're just going to drive in and they're going to park because they don't want to get on a train at 10 o'clock and get home at 1130 or whatever it is, they're going to drive and they're going to park. I need someone to tell me where all these available parking spaces are down there. Cause I don't know where they are. I have no idea where these parking spaces. No, are. but I think this is like, no, and this isn't a solution, but I feel like I don't like the city's so big that like, I don't know. And it's a very walkable city. Like, I don't know. You can walk from 20th of market to 10th of market in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If it's a nice day out, like, like, and I feel that like, you're going to need to build some lots. I get that. But I think our past guest, Mike Mulhern, said, don't they have conventions like every stinking week? Like like TechCon or like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like Janitors of America. Like, I, like, like, I don't, they have, like, it's a, it's a metropolitan city. You have a lot of people in all the time. Like, I don't know. It's not like it's Decatur. Well, like, I don't know. They're not used to this. It's like, does it get ramped up for like a three hour span? Yes. But I, I mean, like, but I think this is where you need the behavior change. And I think this is where, like, I, I, I don't know about you, but like, if I drove in, I would be fine parking on like 11th and Locust and walking a few blocks. Like, I think it's just, it's getting these people that frankly have never been to the city before. Right. They, they, like, they just like, their concept of the city is like the Liberty Bell. They they have no idea what it, what the Knicks is, and there's a lot of them. Like, like I don't know, like mm-hmm. that people that that their experience with Philadelphia is going to the stadium. That's it, the complex, yeah. and it's like I'm out because it's like the big bad city. Da, da, da. I think you like people that that go to Wizards games, the eighty of them. Like I don't know, or go to Caps games. They don't have this problem. Like I don't know, like like. I'm sure if the Wizards had a really good team, they would be able to jam that bugger in, and no one would complain one bit. Like I don't like I, like DC does it, and like I don't know, like DC probably does it the best. Like I don't know because they got like it, it's in a great area where like there's there like it, everything's there. You don't need to go anywhere. But I don't see how Philadelphia couldn't do a middle class version of like DC Chinatown. Like I, I I don't know. Like I just feel like it comes back to doing a reasonable job not 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 kissing her toes or, or or like like i don't know just bowing down to these people giving these suburb these 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 kind of unsure people reason to say okay this is the city that loves your back or whatever the 80 models have been for philly say yo have a good experience like you need to get you need to sell those people clean up a couple subway stops do some 4k video and like no, I, I feel like you need like that's that kind of thing that like to say, oh Joe from Lafayette Hill, 
never took public transportation in his life or like, I don't know, or never, or like is no, unsure. Let's make sure that like Joe, like I don't know, gets a coupon to like, for like 20, $25 park instead of 40. And no, I, I need to be the mayor. Cause I feel like I could sell the bejesus out of this. Cause it's, it, it really just starts with just the government and God bless you. Trust in that. <laughs> and to me, no, I like, I, I feel if you, fix this transportation system because SEPTA, like, and, and, and a lot of it's earned. They have a bad reputation, Roy. It's terrible. Like, I, I mean, like, I had to take, I had to take an Uber home because my rail, my, my, my train just stopped running at three o'clock in the afternoon. Cost me 50 bucks. I'm like, what? How is this possible? No, it, that that's it. And that's why I'm saying, like, it's going to take it's not going to be 2031 where everybody's going to have this epiphany and say, Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm just going to just start taking the regional rail. These people are going to it's still- gotta start earlier. It, it's got to start earlier. It's got to start in like 2026 to say, like, I don't like no, but one, I'm, right? I'm telling you, that's not good enough. I'm telling you right now, like people are going to need to go down to that building and have a couple of good experiences, just seeing the area and then saying, Oh, you know what? Maybe next time. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a shot. It's not going to happen before that. I'm telling you, like that, and that's like, why is- you got to figure out the parking because there ain't enough spots. I'm sorry, it's not like no, but, it's not like, his way. But are, are like are these people that are screaming like the crime thing? Like, doesn't every big city have a problem with crime? Like or or like potential problem with crime? I don't see these people complaining about. I don't see anyone that going to Knicks games or Nets games complaining. See, people are crazy because yes, um, like no, like when you turn on TV, obviously you like you see nothing, but, something about bad news, on, you know, on, on, on the screen or whatever. People do not understand that if you put money into an area, you're also going to bring I, in. I know we don't <laughs> want to talk about money, Roy. I know that's a bad thing to talk about, but like if you throw resources at something, chances are it will improve, even yeah. if it's in, like even if if it's like a, a really bad issue like crime. It, it's like I don't know, like. It, I'm sorry, money kind of rules the world, guys. So let's like, I don't, like it. It really just starts with like, I don't know, like, like solving a lot of the problems. Like you need to, like, I don't know, invest. I think yeah. the word is invest. Invest in real security, not this like I don't know bogus policing. But I, I mean, that's I, I mean that's it. That that really is it. Like I don't know. Let's invest some money in in mass transportation because like I, I don't like I don't know where. All this money that's at the spends goes, but they apparently they need more. Let's give it to them because I feel this isn't this is money well spent. This isn't like I don't know, like I don't like you need to build up, like I don't know, and, and one whether this means having more trains at night because right now, and this has a lot to do with like remote working and just like people's behaviors about work changing. Except that don't run, they don't run, they run like every hour, like uh, during the week. And during the weekends, forget about it. It runs every two hours. Could you imagine? Uh, like, like I don't like. That's the thing about Patco. That's great. Is I, I mean, it serves a very strict contingent. Just kind of s- s- South Jersey, and not even South Jersey. Just like the areas along that rail. It's like it runs every what eight minutes. Yeah, and at night at the latest, it runs every twenty minutes, and that which isn't yeah, which isn't bad. Could you imagine like living in Lafayette Hill? I don't know why I'm using Lafayette Hill. And like you're like wait, you're like planning. You're on your phone at fourth quarter of Sixers game when like LeBron, like Bronny James is, is about to record a triple double, and you're like, "Hun, I think we got to leave because we're go. gonna miss this train." No, it's like that is an awful feeling to know that you might miss a train and you might need to wait two hours or an hour or even an hour. A waiting an hour at eleven o'clock at night is not good. It's not feasible. It's, it's not feasible. That's like it's like you won't like. That's just not a feasible situation. Because that's what. I, oh, sorry, Roy. No, because yeah. that's what happens when you go to Knicks games. You don't have to worry about that. New Jersey Transit's running like like even those New Jersey Transit trains run every thirty five minutes after Knicks games, and and you got the subway that runs almost all night. Like I don't like. It's the. I'm telling you, like, the transportation part you have to fix, unless. Or it's not going to work. It, right. it won't happen. So if they again, if they figure, and I think they will, I think they'll figure this out. If they figure this out, and again, you get the transportation figured out, you get the crime. Obviously, the, the crime situation is not going to be a problem. I really don't believe it's going to be a problem. You get this figured out. This is really an, like you said, an ideal situation for the city 
uh, the Sixers have said that this is going to bring in, was it $400 million in economic uh, development? I want to say, what was the word they used? 400 million economic output annually. Um, now I don't know if that's gross or net, because again, like some of this economic output was just the same economic output down in South Philly. So I don't know if that's a new $400 million or not. You, but, but you sure ain't getting $400 million from that fashion district right now. Yeah, I was saying, but that being said, like, you know, putting that building, and again, it will have retail space as well, putting that building in the heart of Center City will revitalize the entire area. Restaurant, all the restaurants around there, all the hotels around there, we're going to profit immensely from having that spot down Because if we're being honest, Roy, that 7th, 10th, or that 7th to 12th and market area has been an eyesore for 20 years. For a while. It's been, yep. it's been bad since the gallery kind of went south. Because we are old enough to know that that area was like the part of town for a long time. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. I don't know, people didn't go to Walnut Street or like, I don't know, like that area was it. Like you had, like, I don't know, Wanamaker. Like, I don't know, they filled a mannequin there for God's sake. Like that was like the part of town where everyone, and now I'll say it, people avoid that area. Yeah, people avoid that area for, for a number of reasons. Um, but for me, it's mostly because there ain't nothing there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to I just want to congr- congratulate the 76th place team and Josh Harris and everybody involved in this for realizing that the Wells Fargo Center was a trash arena and has been a trash arena and you can now are you the advisor now are you their advisor like no no I feel like I don't know like this and people are saying oh they're making imp- improvements to the Wells Fargo Center but who who cares like I don't like, like it's not their this, building no like let's take a. Uh, uh, put yourself in your shoes. Would you rather o- own a car or lease a car? <laughs> like I, I mean, like you'd rather own, or would you rather rent, or would you rather own a house? Like I don't like this is like, and people are saying, oh, they're only doing this to like build the value of their franchise. So what? That's yeah. Like Josh Harris's job is to make as much money. For Sorry, Josh he's greedy. He like see, okay. this is why people just aren't just not. Like, I don't know, the, like they're playing bits on like the internet. It's like they just refuse to acknowledge that, 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 that dreaded C word, capitalism, and people just wanting to make money as much as they can is just like, I don't know, it's just this evil thing. It's like, we just got to deal with, with the capitalism. Right? We just have to. And just, but, but thankfully, people like you and I will benefit from the, from, from this. Like, I don't know, like, I don't like, you know how great it would be if I could go to like a bar that's like two blocks away and I have to worry about taking that sub 10 stops i i ruined my buzz like i don't know like, like this is what <laughs> but this is what real cities look like Roy. i i hate to say it like i don't know where people can go to dinner at like i don't know the sparrows on 34th street and they can just walk to the knicks games or like people like walking like i don't know it it, it it's the proximity people it, it, i had no idea people were just this this conditioned to drive everywhere and like it, like in this area and it's not just a pocket area it's the delaware valley people like driving people like being and i think it's but i think like you said it's learning like i don't know you think people would care this much if they didn't have to drive to like broad and patterson for 35 years yeah people people are conditioned in driving because there's really no good options uh you know alternatives yes. to driving so it is what it is and that's fine like again i don't want to you know keep beating this drum we'll move on from this but again Put it the stadium downtown. Like you see what it's done in other cities. You see what it's done in New York. Think of San Diego. You know they put the, they put Peco Park right downtown. Gas lamp district right there. People like you said go to dinner, have a couple of drinks, walk to the stadium. You know, hop on the train, go home. It's very convenient. It's very easy. We were talking about this. Was it twenty years ago? Thirty years ago? When I, I think it was when I was in middle school about putting the Philly Stadium right right down in downtown, right on Spring Garden. It was a great idea then. It's a great idea now. Like I don't understand. Like I really don't understand. And they're paying for it. They're paying for it. And they're paying for it. And you're not paying a penny for this. I like if you can figure out this infrastructure, there there's literally no downside to this. Like just none. Like I mean, are people in 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 Chinatown going to be displaced? Unfortunately, yes. Yes. And and am am I taking that lightly? No. But those are the. It's the game. And we live by the game is the game. And like, I don't know, it's, I just like, I don't know. Like I'll, if it happens somewhere else, unfortunately it's going to happen to you. So let's just like, I don't know, let's treat these people with respect and just like, and, and one, they ain't going away poor. They're going to get a nice little, like, I don't know, package 
from the city so they don't get sued. Like, I, I mean, like, once again, unfortunately, we got to talk about the, the M's. Like, I don't know. They're going to throw a bunch load of money at these people to say, mm-hmm. okay, what's your price? Because apparently, like, like we've seen on the live tour, everybody got a price. So let's just, like, I don't know. Like, like let's do business. Yeah, and the Sixers are definitely going to do business uh, between now and again, I'm 2031. I, 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 like, I'm excited because when I am 51 years old, like I like yeah. I want to be able I want to be able to like I don't know like rent a hotel in a city and walk to the and, and walk to the game. How great would that be? How great would it be to have someone again go into a convention like you said, whatever ThunderCon or whatever <laughs> at the convention <laughs> center. You go to you go to Reading Terminal Market. You get some Amish chicken. You walk down the street. You go to a Sixers game. You leave. You go back to your hotel room. You go to sleep. Again, you can do all that stuff in a two block radius. I guess. But it's isn't be that amazing isn't city. that the real city experience? Like, it like be. when people like when it's not it's not taking Walnut Locust to the game and like I don't know like spent like loot like waiting for the sub to come. Like I don't know. It's just it just it's just a buzz kill. Like I don't know. Like. When people go to Dordale and say, "Oh, I had to like wait for this for this subway to like like it's not and, and it's and one New York subway just absolutely blows Philly suburbs so subway away like I I mean like because they run every one and a half minutes it, yeah they're, they're always around frequency. there's tons of stops yeah yes Wells Fargo Center ninth oldest arena in the <laughs> NBA shout out to the Sixers for leaving that dump eventually it'll be a 35 year old dump once this building is open um, in 2031 so again we'll see how this all plays out. And plenty of time and plenty of uh, consternation on all sides about, about this arena. But uh, we were in favor of this. We were also in favor of the deal given to James Harden earlier this week. Two-year deal for $68.6 million. That second year is a player option for Mr. Harden. He was eligible for a five-year, $270 million deal. But the magnanimous James Harden allegedly, according to his own words, said he told Daryl Morey, Yo, go give me some help or go get us some help and just give me whatever you got left over. Let's make this happen. I don't think James Harden is the the you know the biggest kind-hearted guy in the world because again he has a player option, <laughs> which he'll probably pick up if he stinks next year. No, but, no, no, no. If you have to massively. By the way, if James Harden actually picks up that option, he's not worth thirty thirteen million dollars. Like that? No. Like I don't know. This is a. This shows you that everyone has a price. James Harden decided to okay. I'm gonna be. Not even like a team player. I was just like, yo, there ain't a market market for me. Let me bet on myself. Let me not drink my own wine. And let me get in shape and see if I could cash out one last time. Because he wasn't cashing out. Like, Because if he opted in and had a stinky season, he wasn't getting paid. He wants to get paid one last time, whether it's with the Sixers or not. He doesn't like, I don't know. He is not married to the Sixers one bit. This is a one-year deal. I think this is a one-year deal for a lot of guys. Like, I don't know. Like, like this is... I mean, is this really going to be the best chance the Sixers have to? I don't say win, win it. <laughs> I'm not even asking for win it to to be players and to get like I don't know to be in the mix for a conference final or getting to the final. This is probably the best chance, yeah, because I think this will be because it's either it's either this year or a couple of years down the road when Harden's probably off the books when. Tobias is off the books, but again, like Jill on B is a couple years older. So again, and is he even you, on the team? Right. And are you, are you better at that point? I doubt it. So this is probably it. Like this is probably a motivate quote unquote motivated James Harden, you know, at a pretty decent salary for one year. A better fitting team, a better right. fitting team, an absolutely tougher team. Like, I, I don't know. These guys aren't going to get like, I don't know, hung by the flagpole by their underwear. Like, like last year's team. Is. Right. However, I feel like, I don't know this team. It, they they still don't have many, in my opinion, sixteen game players. A lot of dudes that can hold the four for eighty two, but when it comes to like I don't know like that time, I don't know how many trustworthy guys are on this team. I don't like like particularly on offense because people can talk about like guys like Melton and PJ Tucker in house. Like you still need to get buckets, and I don't know we we're gonna keep trying to tell ourselves it's like oh. MB's going to get our buckets, but I mean, how many times can we watch the finals and say you need a perimeter dude that just can get a shot off at will? And you're asking a lot from a guy that you're asking a lot from a guy to turn back the clock when that that clock has not been turned around by, I don't think anyone. Like people can say Chris Paul, but how how 
how much clock did he turn? He's 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 washed still. Like he has a like he he he'll, he'll run out of gas. So I think there's just a lot of faith in James Harden. I'm not there. I will I'll cheer like heck, but I just I just don't know like what the upside like I don't know what the whole upside is of this iteration of the team. Can they, can I say can they still make a move? Sure. I don't know what move. Yeah, I think and I and for me I'll deal with the playoffs when the playoffs come, but I think just having three more playoff capable bodies is a huge deal cuz if you had this team, this roster as, as currently assembled in the playoffs this past year, I think this team probably could have beat Miami. I think this team could have could have beat the Miami uh if, again, Joel Embiid's healthy, everybody's healthy. I think this team could have won that second round series. And is that enough? I don't know if it's enough, but I mean, it's, it's a clearly better team than a team that what, ended the season. For Roy James Burton, no, it's not your middle name, but what is the what is your goal? If, if, if you're a goal setter, what is the goal for this iteration of the Philadelphia 76ers? Uh, I think I think a reasonable goal for this team is the conference finals. You got to make the okay. conference finals. I think that's a reasonable. No matter goal for no matter who they're playing, like I don't know, no Doesn't matter, matter who the they're draw, playing. Okay. Does, does, again, barring severe injury to you know a star, I think a reasonable goal for this team is the conference finals. Anything less than that is failure. I think that's reasonable. No, I know, but I, I think do they have enough horses to beat Milwaukee? They don't have enough to beat Boston. Do, do they, they have, have to? Do, they, do, do you have to play Milwaukee to get to the conference finals? That's the question. I mean, like, do you like? Obviously, it depends on how the seeds fall. But if you if you get again, if you get a, a a matchup like you got last year, a Toronto team, which obviously you're better than, and a Miami team, which talent wise, you probably should have would have won if you had this level of talent on that team last year. Maybe you don't have to face a Milwaukee. Maybe you don't have to. Face but what a if you do? No, if you do, if you do, then, then you, I mean, then you're out. You're out of luck. Like, it, it is what it is. <laughs> no, like, but like, so we're still playing the seeding game. Like, I don't know. Like, it, is it reasonable to say that you can get to a point with a move or just reasonable play that you can beat a beat a Milwaukee, or is that just not a a, a fees like a I don't know logical like or or just is that too far fetched? I don't see it. I mean, what, what, Giannis okay. and Middleton and, and Holiday yeah, and Portis. Yeah. No, no, like, I don't, I don't see what, No, I, yeah. I feel like the two. There's tier one, yeah, and then there's tier two. There ain't a tier two. There's tier three. Like I don't know, and you could put Philly, then Heat, because I think, like I don't know, like I think the Sixers are the fourth best team. I, but the difference between three and four is just the gap between one, two, and three and four is wide. I like I don't know, like three or four really don't have a shot to beat either of those two. I would be barring an injury to one of the stars on Milwaukee or Boston. It's Milwaukee or Boston. I like, I would put two on, like I would put a decent amount of, of my own money to say that that's going to be the conference final, unless something weird happens. Like, I don't know. I'm not betting Harden turns the clock back. Do I bet that he looks better than he did last year? Yes. But can you expect a leap from Tyrese Maxey? Like, I don't know. Is that a reason? Like, it, does that up the upside factor? Don't say it to my Harris. He is who he is. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like like a reasonable X factor. People keep saying hard. And it's like, no, give me an example of a guy that just, like, I don't know, like, turned into five, a three-year younger player in an offseason. It's not that happen. You need, you need Tyrese Maxey to be, like, I don't know, the, the, the 2B best player. Like, I don't know. Like, you need – I mean, he's the guy that is the reasonable – guy that will up up the potential of this team uh, you what you get is what you get from me you get superstar potential hopefully he stays healthy a little more maybe he's just not worn the hell down in the playoffs because i feel that's like i don't know you need to do a better chance you need to do a better job of getting him fresh for the playoffs. because even even in in the last even in the um 2021 playoffs he was gassed at the end like you gotta find a way. I don't even. I don't know how you do it, but you can't. You have to, and that doesn't mean sitting him forty-seven games. It just means like if you're up twenty-five points, maybe you don't play him. I, I don't know thirty. Maybe you play him twenty. But those are the two keys for me that that will that could maybe lift the upside of the team. Do I think they're good enough to be Milwaukee or Boston? No. 
Yeah, and, and the thing is, if you get a better James Harden, I mean, I don't know how much of a, I'll say, quote-unquote, better statistically Tyrese Maxey you're going to get. Because Tyrese Maxey had a pretty decent season numbers-wise last year. And can he average 20? But can he average 20 if James Harden's playing better? It's like, I don't, I don't, like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know. James Harden's actually, like, shooting the ball well and kind of getting to the basket, like, kind of sort of like he used to before. And Joel's still doing his 28 and 12. And Tobias is still doing his stand in the corner and, show, you know, score 17 points a game. Is there enough room for, for, for Tyrese Maxey to score 20 on this team? I don't know. I mean, like. Are we just, like, are we just resigned to what Tobias Harris is? It, like, he's not, you're not getting any more from him, right? He's your fourth option. I mean, like, he's going to go get touches. I mean, like, he's just going to get those rando touches here and there. And no, like, but, like, can you get, efficient. can you get pre-2020, 2021 all-star break Tobias Harris? I'm, what I'm saying is there's not enough basketballs around for all these dudes okay. to kind of be really, really, really good. Like you can't get that Tobias and the James Harden that we want and a better Tyrese Maxey and regular front franchise player Joel Embiid because there's just not enough basketballs. I mean, like, that's a lot of points. And I don't think there's enough to go around for all those guys to get enough touches to kind of kind of get in the rhythm. So Tobias is going to get his Tobias points, and Tyrese is going to do his thing. He'll get a little bit better. But if James Harden is the guy we think he is, like if he's making those step-back jumpers, if he's getting to the basket, getting fouled like he used to and going to the foul line eight, ten times a game, uh, I mean, how many points can Tyrese Maxey actually, you know, can average? Can he average more than 20? I, I don't know. I don't think so. What are the what are the odds that you put on a semi-major move at the trade deadline? I don't think it's I don't think they're gonna do anything. I don't think they're gonna any I don't think they're gonna so, do anything major. Like they might get so they're gonna ride, so they're big, gonna but, ride with this crew. Like I don't know, Paris, Maxi, Harden, Embiid. I think unless unless something falls apart and you're you're forced to make a move, other than getting like another big, I don't think they're gonna like a Andre Drummond type. When I'm seeing another big, other than getting somebody like that, I don't think they're gonna do anything. I think this is I think this is probably it. Um, again, unless you figure out find some way to figure out what you're gonna do with that backup three two three four spot because. That's still kind of a mess, but how's the how, how's um, Matisse Thibault still on this team? Uh, you, well, again, if you trade, let's say you trade Matisse Thibault, what are you going to get back at this point? Uh, like anyone who can contribute on offense, because I feel like, <laughs> like, I, because like, haven't you gotten enough defense with Melton and House? You got and, a lot of defense, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, you are. I think this team is going to struggle on offense. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like. Uh, what guys can score 30 on this team? Well, I mean, most of your starters can score 30. Um, nobody on the bench, obviously. Um, but I mean, like you're like you're gonna have you're gonna stagger this lineup where at least two of the Harrison, Harrison, Maxie, and, and Harden and, and B are gonna be on the floor all the time. Like those four guys are gonna get you 90 points a game. So, like we always say before, you just gotta find the other 15 to 20 points. And those other dudes can't get you 15 to 20 points and they stink. So, like, so, but I like, feel like I don't know. Just from what we're saying, is this team is good, but it's capped. I think it's capped. It's just, it's just the the roster construction is a little weird. Like it's just like like you got Tobias Harris making thirty million dollars. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like we always talk about before. Like you got the Isaiah Joes, and you got the Matisse Thibels, and you got the Furkan Korkmaz, and you got all and Shake Milton's, and all these other dudes. All these dudes are your backup guys, and they're one dimensional players at best. And it's like, like you can't really play in the playoffs, and they're just kind of hanging on the bench, hanging on. You know, like you said, there some of those dudes are well, they're all kind of eighty-two game guys. You can't play those guys in in April and May. You can't. So it's like, like what the heck do you do? When we wax nostalgic or not nostalgic about this Sixers are, what's what's going to be the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the things that just derailed this or just like limited the potential of it? Ben Simmons or. Or this Tobias Harris deal? Oh, it's good for me. It's gonna be Ben Simmons. I mean, Ben Simmons is the guy. I mean, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has. He's. I won't say generational. He's an extraordinarily talented basketball player. Someone still had him. Some guy on I don't know. Heavy dot com. I don't know. Like I don't know. <laughs> had him rated as the thirty fourth best player in the NBA. I brought. I wanted to absolutely dive through a window. And just find this person and shake them and be like, how have you, how in the league pass hell do you have, like, how can you say this? Like, people are still, like, there's so much 
projection with Ben Simmons still? It, it, there's no more projecting, guys. He's in his sixth year. Assume you got the Ben Simmons before the Atlanta series. I want to ask you a question. Assume that like, if I told you that's the Ben Simmons you're going to get this year, if, that, if that's what I told you, right? I, I, I guaranteed it. Where would you slot Ben Simmons? Like, he's a top as... like 70, 80. Oh, he's, he's higher than that. He's higher than that. Oh, he's, like, he's not. He's oh higher than that. God. That, that guy, us. not no, not not the guy now. Not the guy now. Forget the guy now. Rolling. That guy. Don't, no, come on. the problem come on. was come on. he no. Like, <laughs> how do you put this guy on any uh, team that has spacing issues? Forget stop. We're not doing that. I'm just saying, in terms of basketball talent. That pre-Atlanta series Ben Simmons is higher than the top 70 guy. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You know what? I don't have a lot to do in the next couple of weeks, Roy. <laughs> I'm going to send you this spreadsheet. Okay. I'm, I'll send it to you. So no. Well, all okay. right. You know what? I'll say, all right. I don't know how I can play this game with, with just 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 literally going total recall and just removing the last year you out have of my three. You have no, to. I can't. Take it out. No, you, it's you impossible. No, he, okay. Yeah. I will try to do this and forget about what Trish shoot and like I don't know like like the meme face and the SpongeBob memes and like I don't know the uh the uh the, the back surgery not really like the fake back surgery sorry no uh, no and, and I'm gonna just like I'm gonna try to find okay I'll say it, 55 better players okay that that's okay. that's about because I would say top 50 I'd say that's probably the line 50 for me is probably. It's probably the line if I had to kind of just throw it off the top of my head. But, but yeah. right now, but right yeah. now, right now, let's no. You, right now, 34, you, 34 is insane. But no, no, no. Would you put him as a top seventy-five player? I, I probably would. Uh, that's a that's a that's a hard maybe. I'll give you a hard maybe on that. I probably would. And you know what? I'm glad I put a deposit on the most expensive video game of all time because if this dude plays, I, I'm, I'm telling you, he, he, like, uh, even during inflation, he has had he he has rank control in my brain, Roy. Yes. I will never ever be able to not think about Ben Simmons when an NBA season comes up, and, and of course, when they're playing the Portland Trailblazers on like a Wednesday night in December, I'm gonna probably be watching. I know you are, and and I know you're also going to be watching SummerSlam. We only have two minutes left, but I do want to get your thoughts on the match that only you care about, and no one in the world cares about this match because we've seen this 7,000 times already. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, last man standing. For the last WWE, time. For, for the, the last, last time. time. Advertise for the last tell, time. You no, tell I, me. You have a minute. Tell me why I should care about this match. I, I can't. Know. I can't. I, okay. you, you know what match I'm looking forward to the most? Baron Corbin. Pat McAfee. Like, I don't know. Like, like there's a great story there. I had forgot. I didn't know that they were roommates with the Colts. Yes. So, like, I, and, like, of course, not a good thing when one of your most charismatic characters in, in your company does commentary. Because, like, I don't know, McAfee, like, I don't know. He's, I, I mean, there's a reason why they signed to do an extension. Like, there's a reason why he's getting these, like, big profile matches. And there's a reason why he keeps delivering. So, but unfortunately... He shouldn't be the best, the most anticipated match. And like, I'm looking forward to the Logan Paul match. But Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch for the 80th time, don't care. I, I, I mean, do I want to see a cool end to like this Uso Street Profit feud? Yes. Could not like. I, I feel like I don't know. And Seth Rollins Riddle that got just announced like a week ago. You have like a week to build it up. No, like that should be that should have been a month build. Like I don't know, Matt Riddle talked about your wife. That should have been like a a big a big part of SummerSlam, but no, it's just I don't know. Let let's just, but like, and I think unfortunately, like, I think the tie the 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 exhaustion with Reigns Lesnar is dragging the entire program down. Right. Like I don't know, I, like I don't think anyone, and and and, I, and I'm not an overreactor. I feel like just in general, I'm just down on WWE just because. They went to this well again. You could you could have done anything else. You could have done Xavier Woods Roman Reigns. I'd be happy, more happier than this. No, but we get again for the thirty eighth time, for the final time, according to all parties involved. 
the last man standing match between Reigns and Brock Lesnar as the flagship, the jewel match. I'd rather watch Summer Eddie Smash. Kingston and Chris Jericho oh, God. in like a barbed wire match. <laughs> we would talk about that, but neither one of us watched that match on AEW. But we will talk about AEW when we're back with our next show, um, the week of August the 7th here on Philly Cam Radio and again, wherever you get your podcast. But that's it for us this week. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.